0: Uh, In our family series today, we are looking at, I had a dream. The passion on your child's heart. Yes, there is a hidden passion in every child's heart. And it is the responsibility of parents to discover that passion and actually help their children to accomplish that passion. I had a dream protect that dream on your child's heart welcome to our family series as we study the story of Joseph let's open our Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 30 let's see where Joseph came from the first time this young man Joseph is mentioned in the Bible Genesis chapter 30 verse 22 then God remembered Rachel he listened to her and opened her womb she became pregnant and gave birth to a son and said God has taken away my disgrace she named him Joseph and said, May the Lord add to me another son. So Joseph is the son of Rachel. And the Bible says, Joseph was given to Rachel because the Lord listened to her. She prayed. God listened to her. And then God opened her womb. She prayed. She was not having children, then she prayed. Many people, when they are going through difficulty, do not even remember God. She cried out to God. God listened to her, God opened her womb, and then the Bible says, God remembered her. She became pregnant and gave birth to her son, and she said, God has taken away my disgrace. Are you in a state that you think you are in a state of shame, in a state of disgrace? There is someone who can take away your disgrace, but you have to turn to him. You have to cry to him. She cried to God and God remembered her. In your own condition you can equally cry to God and God will remember you and God will take away your shame. He will take away your disgrace. He will take away that particular problem in your life. That is exactly what he did to Rachel. And Rachel said, God has taken away my disgrace. Then she named him Joseph and said, may the Lord add to me another son." the gift of God in response to prayer and that's what Joseph was the mother who was barren whose womb was closed cried to the Lord and the Lord gave her a son and she said the Lord has taken away my disgrace may you cry to him in that circumstance in which you are found now that you may even be calling a disgraceful circumstance Cry out to God. God will step into your life and God will take away the disgrace and uh, that is what he did to Rachel. God has taken away my my disgrace. She named him Joseph and said, May the Lord add to me another son. Again, she made a prayer and actually God added to her another son. Unfortunately, when she was giving birth to that son, she died. She asked for one son, she got one son, how I wish she had asked for many, Joseph, an answer to the prayer of the mother. Let's go to the book of Genesis chapter 37, we are looking at I had a dream. The passion on the heart of your child, that passion that every child has, that should be discovered, protected, and the child aided, the child helped to ensure that that passion is accomplished. Genesis chapter 37. Jacob lived in the land where his father had stayed, the land of Canaan. This is the account of Jacob. Joseph, a young man of 17, saw this boy, we saw in chapter 30, had grown to the age of 17. He was tending the flock with his brothers, the sons of Bilah and the son of Zilpah, his father's wives. And he brought their father a bad report about them. He was slandering the, 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 the brothers. He will bring a bad report. And as a result of that, he he had a problem with his brother. Verse 3 Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons because he had been born to him in his old age. And he made a richly ornamented robe for him. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them, they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him. Joseph was hated because he was loved. Hated because he was loved. It is not because he loved himself. The father loved him. He did not even ask the father to love him more than the others. Why are you hating someone just because somebody had preferred that person to you? He was hated. His brothers hated him. And then the father loved him more than all the other sons because Joseph was born to him in his own age. Let's look at verse 5. Joseph had a dream and when he told it to his brother they hated him all the more. Number one, Joseph already had a problem with his brothers. He used to bring the, the brother's bad report to the father. Number two, the father loved him more than all of them. Number three, the father made a richly ornamented robe for him. And then he had a dream. And then he took his dream to those who hated him. And that's the problem of many people. They have a passion in their heart. They have a dream in their heart. They have a vision that they want to accomplish. Unfortunately, they are not wise enough to know whom not to share their vision with. Wisdom means you must know whom not to share your vision with because there are two categories of people there are those who when they know about what you want to accomplish if they hate you, they will kill you because of your vision they will kill your vision just to ensure that your vision is not accomplished because majority of people here on earth have no dream those who have no passion they hate those who have a passion Those who have no dream hate those who have A dream. Those who are going nowhere They hate those who have a Direction for their life Because majority of people here on earth Are actually going nowhere With their life and therefore If they know that you have a direction For your life they will either want To pull you back to become Like them or they will do everything To destroy your life or destroy Your passion in order that you May sink and become like Them. Joseph was not wise to know whom not to share his dream with. He had a dream and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. <clears throat> we were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheep rose and stood upright. Why your sheep gathered around mine and bowed down to it? He was telling them, all oh, who we were, to- we were together, by the sheaves of grain. And suddenly, my sheep rose and yours gathered around and bowed down before it, before mine. He did not know that he was adding insult, soul to the injury he had already created. Suddenly, Something took place. In many cases, God does that to people. When suddenly, where you were right down there, suddenly God will lift you up. And that's what David said. He lifted me up out of the mighty clay. And then he set my feet upon the rock to stand. And then he put a song in my mouth that I may sing for him. You may be right down there, but the moment will come when God will lift you up and set your feet upon the rock to stand. And Joseph said, "He my, my sheep Rose up suddenly, and then he was gathered and bowed down to it. He did not know that he was giving an arrow in the hands of the brothers to shoot him with it. Be wise to know to whom to share your dream, with whom to share your dream. And it is our responsibility, even as parents, to train our children in the ways of wisdom, to know who will destroy my dream, and to know who will help me to accomplish my dream. I had a dream, that's what Joseph told his brothers. Verse 8, his brother said to him, Do you intend to reign over us? That was not his intention. He was only telling them the dream that he had. Will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and what he had said. They hated him because of his dreams, and they hated him because of what he had said. Your dream is something precious. You will be hated because of it. You will be killed because of it. People want to ruin your life because you have a direction for your life. They hated him all the more because of his dream and because of what he has said. Do you have a passion? Have you discovered the passion of your child? The dream that is hidden in the heart of your child so that you can protect it, so that you can direct and canalize your child's energy and your child's movement in one direction so that that dream may be accomplished. Joseph had a dream. Verse 10. When he told, the, no verse 9, then he had another dream, and he told it to his brothers, he told them, listen, he said, <clears throat> I had another dream, and this time the sun and moon and the eleven stars were bowed down to me, he had a dream, the first time it was only the brothers bowed down, but now, oh, a bigger dream, his father, his mother, his brothers, they were all coming to bow down to him, Verse 10 When he told his father as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I, your brothers, actually come and bow down to you, to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in his in mind. The father rebuked him. Are you the type of parent who rebuke your children because of their dream, because of their passion, because of the direction they have seen for their life? You don't see a direction for your children's life, but they see. And when they see, you want to kill it. You want to silence it. You want to rebuke them and telling them, do not dream again. Many children's dreams have been killed by parents. Children have been discouraged by parents because the parents never saw ahead, even for their own lives. And they would not want children to see ahead for their own lives. Joseph had another dream. Hated because of his first dream, he did not give up. He had another bigger dream are you the one who gives up just because people have discouraged you because the people around you they hate you because of the passion of your heart when people hate you because of a smaller passion blessed are thou if you have a bigger passion set out and be determined that whatever God has on his heart for you will be fully accomplished don't be a person who gives up just because people hate you a passion, a vision, a dream. Every child has a hidden passion in his or her heart and at one time it will begin to bubble, it will begin to come out. Parents must discover it and help their children to protect that passion and help their children to pursue that passion and help their children to accomplish that passion. Watch out the type of people you share your dream with. And help your children to build the right relationships that will help them accomplish their passion, accomplish their dream, and not the relationship with jealous people who want to kill their dream because they are mediocre and want everybody to become like them. Who has blocked you from having your own dream? Why are you jealous when people are having a passion? Why are you jealous when people see where they are going? Why are you jealous when people are talking about a wonderful future that they see for themselves? Why don't you dream your own dream? Why are you jealous? Why are you rebuking others? Why are you jealous of the dreams of others? Many potential great children have been ruined because of an environment of hatred, of jealousy, of spite, of discouragement. What they see, there is nobody around them to encourage them. So finally, their dream has been killed. Have you killed your child's dream? Have you told your child you can never progress beyond where you are? Some some parents call their children idiot, stupid, good for nothing. Were you the one who created them? If you are a good-for-nothing parent as you see yourself to be, do not transfer such to your own child, that tender child with a wonderful future given to him or her by God. Encourage your child to rise even above your own level. That is what greatness is. Joseph had a dream. Let's go to verse 12. In verse 11, we see that his brother was jealous of him, and his father rebuked him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Those that you are jealous of today, those you are hating today, because they know where they are going to their life, if only you keep the matter in your mind, one day you will see them rise to height, because everyone has a passion, a dream, and if cherished, protected, he will accomplish it one day. It's only a matter of time. Verse 12, Now his brother had gone to graze their father's flock near Shechem, And Israel said to Joseph, as you know, your brothers are grazing the flock near Shechem, come I am going to send you to him, to them. Very well, he replied. Listen to Joseph. We saw earlier that Joseph, the father of Joseph, loved Joseph more than all the other sons, more than all the other children. There are many children, and there are many people, if they are loved more than others, they start despising the same person who loved them more than others. That was not the case of Joseph. His familiarity with the father did not breed contempt. So that he started looking down at the father and disobeyed the father. When the father told him, I am going to send you to go and check on your brothers, To know what is happening today, listen what Joseph said, very well he replied, very well, very well. How do you respond to the love of God? How do you respond to the love of your parent? Have your parents loved you so much to the extent that you have decided that instead of obeying them, you disobey them? That was not the case of Joseph. The person who responds to love with spite, with disobedience, will be pulled down by God. That was not the case of Joseph. Joseph respected his father in spite of the high level of love that his father had for him. That's not the case with many people. Give them preference and they will soon look down at you. Unfortunately, That's the life of many, and as a result, the great potential, the great height that they had been taken to, they are soon brought down because of pride. Pride will bring a person down. That was not a case with Joseph. Joseph did never show contempt to his father because his father loved him. When the father said, I am going to send you, Joseph said, very well, I am ready to be sent. Is that the case with you? Are you the type of person that when you are bosses, because they love you, when they say, oh, we want to do this, you bring your own reason. When your parents even make suggestions, we want to do this, you bring your own reason. And your reasons are always contrary to that of the person who loves you. That was not the case of Joseph. Many children respond to love shown to them by disobedience, contempt, spite. They will soon begin to disrespect their parents, after all, their parents love them. Never do such a thing, you will lose that position and never have it again. If you ride to hide, never show contempt to the person who has shown you preference, who has shown you love, who has shown you care, who has singled you out for special blessing. If you do that, you will fall down like Lucifer. Joseph never did that to his father. Verse 14, so he said to him, go and see if all is well with your brothers and with the flock and bring word back to me. Then he sent him off from the valley of Hebron. When Joseph arrived at Shechem, what are we seeing here, hated by his brothers? Shown jealousy by his brothers, we see Joseph going to take care, going to follow the welfare of those who hated him. That's the story of Joseph, a person who never showed revenge, a person who never told his father, "You know these people hate me, oh I will also hate them." He was hated by his brother, but he did not hate them. So Joseph went for the good of those who hated him. He never resisted an evil man. The person who hates you, do not resist him. He went after his brothers in obedience to his father and in as a sign that he loved his brothers. He loved them in spite of their hatred of him. He obeyed his father, in spite of the fact that he knew that his brothers hated him. Are you such a person who the slightest resistance from people you start revenging? When chapter 37, so Joseph went to follow up his brothers, and finally he arrived where his brothers were. His brothers were. So Joseph went after his brother and found them near Dotham. Verse 18. But when they saw him in the distance, and before he reached them, they plotted to kill him. Look at the bitterness that was on their hearts. Even at the distance, even before he reached them, they plotted to kill him. What had Joseph done to them just because he was loved by the father? They plotted to kill him. Bitterness that comes because of jealousy, that soon transforms you into a murderer, into someone who has evil thought, even against your own brother, as we saw in the case of Cain. Jealousy, jealousy, jealousy that transforms you into a murderer, so that you will not go near someone to know how to benefit if somebody is loved. Why don't you just go and know what can I also do in order to be loved? Why do you plot to kill a person just because he is loved? From verse 18, they plotted to kill him. nineteen, Here comes that dreamer, they said to each other. They already had given a nickname, a name to Joseph. Joseph to them was called that dreamer, that dreamer, that dreamer. So when they were eating at home, that dreamer. When they were in the compound, that dreamer. When they were in the field, that dreamer. Have you been given a name because of your dream? They called him that dreamer. Verse 20. Come now, let's kill him. And throw him into one of these systems And say that a ferocious animal devoured him. Then we shall see, we will see what comes of his dreams. They had not forgotten about his dreams. The real problem was his dreams, his dreams, his dreams. They plotted to tell a lie. They plotted to murder. They plotted to go and deceive their father. And they plotted to kill him for only one thing. His dreams. Do your own dreams even mean anything to you? Or you can tread your dream for whatever. For Joseph, the dream meant something. His dream was so powerful that people were ready to kill him for the sake of his dream. His dream was such, such, such a thing that stirred up jealousy all over. Men without a dream are men without value. Men without a vision are actually the people who bring problems all over the place. They don't know where they are going to with their life. For Joseph, he had a dream. Joseph had a dream. They said, let's kill him and see what will happen to his dream. And what did they do? So when Joseph came to his brother, they stripped him of his robe, the richly ornamented robe he was wearing. Oh, they had always put their eyes, and they were jealous of of, of what was on Joseph. They removed it, stripped it off, and then they took him and threw him into a cistern. Now the cistern was empty, there was no water in it. They took their brother, They stripped their brother naked, and they threw their brother into a a deep hole, into a cistern. How painful. And finally, what did they do? As they sat down to eat their meal, they looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead. Oh, they saw the Ishmaelites coming and they plotted. And what did they do? They sold Joseph as a slave. And the Ishmaelites carried Joseph to Egypt as a slave. They watched their brother from the cistern, sold for 20 pieces of silver, and here Joseph on his way to become a slave in Egypt. Chapter 39 from verse 1. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there, sold by his brother brothers for almost nothing. And here their brother is now in Egypt in a strange land. Chapter 39 verse 2. So Joseph had a dream And Joseph is here suffering because of his dream Joseph is here becoming a slave because of his dream Verse 2, the Lord was with Joseph and he prospered and lived in the house of his master, his Egyptian master. The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph and he prospered. The Lord was with Joseph. Irrespective of how people treat you and irrespective of where you find yourself, it does not matter where you find yourself. If the Lord is with you, you will prosper. Verse 3. When his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, the master saw that the Lord was with him. The master saw that the Lord was with him. The master saw that the Lord was with him. Are people seeing that the Lord is with you? If you suffer without the Lord, you will perish in your suffering. But if the Lord is with you, out of your suffering will come your promotion. The key thing here is, the Lord was with him and he prospered. And people saw that the Lord was with him. And when the master saw that the Lord was with him, what did the master do? Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Instead of just being a slave, he became the attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of his household and of all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The Lord blessed the household <coughs> of the Egyptian because of Joseph. <coughs> if the Lord is with you the Lord will bless you, you will prosper if the Lord is with you people will be blessed because of you if the Lord is with you wherever you go you carry favor, you carry blessing unfortunately many people do not value their relationship with with God so that they suffer without God the Lord was with him And that's the strategy of the enemy, to ensure that you suffer without God. And you start hoping for God's deliverance. And you will never have God's deliverance because you abandon God and you are moving on your own. For many people at one stage in their life, because of their suffering, they abandon God they complained against God they grumbled against God they began to complain and even decided in their heart they will no longer move with God and they abandoned God for Joseph he did not abandon God the Lord was with Joseph and he prospered and in the Egyptian house Joseph was promoted he was promoted but since so he lived in Joseph's care, everything he had with Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. He handed over everything to Joseph because he saw the evidence of God present with Joseph. Have you abandoned God? Are you joking with your relationship with God? And you want to move ahead without God. You say you have suffered enough. And then you threw God aside. And you want to move ahead. When you will need God. You will be shocked that God will not be there for you. At the crisis moment of your life. You abandon the one person that you need. When you are going through difficult times. And that is God. And that's what Esau did. He sold his birthright. And when he sold his birthright, when the time came for him to inherit the blessing, the blessing was not there because blessing comes through God. The Lord was with Joseph and Joseph prospered. The Lord was with Joseph and Joseph prospered. And the Egyptian, his master, saw that the Lord was with him. And he promoted Joseph. People are watching to know whether there is the evidence of God's blessing upon your life or you are the type of person that from the moment they employ you somewhere where you have been employed begin to suffer bankruptcy will come in because you carry a curse you do not carry a blessing God is not with you when God is with you you will prosper irrespective of the situation in which you find yourself the presence of the Lord is what we all need. And the presence of the Lord is what every parent must ensure that their children carry along. Parents must teach their children that if they move ahead without God, they are moving to encounter disaster. They are moving to encounter failure. They should know. The Parents must teach their children that they must do everything to cultivate the right relationship with God. For in hardship, all we need is the presence of of God. The Lord was with Joseph. Now Joseph was well-built and handsome. He was handsome, well-built and after a while his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, come to bed with me. But he refused. With me in charge, he said, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns has been entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withhold nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? The master's wife saw that Joseph was well-built and handsome and many people have used their handsome looks, their beauty to ruin their future. It was Satan who entered the master's wife to take notice of Joseph. To take notice of Joseph. And said, come to bed with me. Your beauty does not mean that you should go to bed with people. If you do that, if you use your beauty against God, you have driven away God from your life. Use your beauty for God. Use your handsomeness, use your great gift, use your great ability for God and not against God. What God has given to you, use it for God. Many people use their great ability against God. And what happens to them, God departs from their lives. And Joseph said, how can I do this and sin against God? The sin will be against God. And when you sin against God, God will depart. And what finally happened here, Joseph finally ran away, even though the wife wife of the master wanted to force him to sleep with her. And later, she slandered Joseph, that Joseph wanted to force, to rape her. Your righteousness will be used against you by the evil men, but God will defend you. It's only a matter of time. For a season, you will suffer, but God will never forget the righteous. For a season, you may find yourself in prison because that's exactly what happened to Joseph here. Joseph ended up in prison. He ended up in prison. Chapter 39, from verse 20. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison. The place where the king prisoners were confined. Even in prison, God may be taking you step by step towards your promotion. And that's what was happening to Joseph here. He never understood it. He may have felt the pains, the pains of going to prison when he has done no wrong, but God, the God of heaven, knows all things. He will take you step by step towards your freedom, towards your deliverance, towards your promotion, towards your blessing. You may not understand it, but we are dealing with a loving God who knows the way. But while Joseph was there in prison, the Lord was with him. As a slave in Potiphar's house, the Lord was with him. In prison, the Lord was with him. That's the secret of success. The Lord was with him. 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 He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So the prison warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in prison. And he was made responsible for all that was done there. Whether it is in the potiphar's house, Joseph is promoted as a slave, promoted as a prisoner, promoted. If the Lord is with you, it does not matter where you find yourself. Irrespective of where you find yourself, you will be promoted. Your promotion cannot be blocked because of where you find yourself if the Lord is with you. The Lord's presence is what brings promotion. Promotion does not come from the north or from the south or from the east or from the west. Our promotion comes from the Lord. We must teach the children and we must know it ourselves. Abandon the Lord and you are on the pathway of disaster. Abandon the Lord and you will surely fail. Abandon the Lord and you, you are on the pathway to ruin. Abandon the Lord, your vision, your dream will never be accomplished. Get attached to the Lord irrespective of what you are going through and it's only a matter of time and your dream will be accomplished. So, the warden put Joseph in charge. In chapter 40, we see something here. Joseph's called prisoners had a problem. They had a dream. And as a result of that, they did not know who could interpret the dream for them. Their faces were downcast. But Joseph was concerned. Verse 6 When Joseph came to them the next morning, he saw that they were dejected. And he asked Pharaoh's official, who were in custody with him in his master's house, Why are your faces so sad today? Are you concerned with those who are suffering with you? Joseph was, cons- he was in prison, but he saw himself as a minister in prison. He saw himself as someone who would touch the life of people in prison. He was not concerned about his own imprisonment. He began to minister and touch the lives of others. In spite of the fact that he himself was equally in the same hardship. He saw people who were sad, who were dejected. Do you have this ability, Do you are you concerned when you see people in problem or you see people in problem and pass by? The people who are in problem today may actually be an answer that God is given to you in your own problem. In your own problem God may be giving you an answer that is disguised in form of a problem and uh, you, if you for, forsake it, if you despise it, you will remain in your problem all your life. That was the case of Joseph. So he, he was concerned. And they told him his, their dream. Both of them told him their dream. He interpreted the dream to them. Verse 12. This is what it means, Joseph said to him the three branches are three dead within three days Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand just as you used to do when you were his bearer. but listen to verse 14 and 15 but when all goes well with you remember me and show me kindness mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison for I was first Forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews. And even here, I have done nothing to deserve being put in the dungeon. Joseph interpreted the dream. And Joseph told the man, When all go well with you, remember me. When all go well with you, remember me. Let's look at verse 23. When the chief cupbearer was restored, the chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot. Your future is not in the hands of men. Even those you have, they will forget about you. They will not remember you. But there is a God in heaven who will remember you. We do not do things to men. We do not help people so that tomorrow they will help us. They help you do to people today. What you do to people today, you are planting a seed. And you will not harvest it from their life. God will remember you even when they forget. A time came. Step by step. Joseph was being taken towards the accomplishment of his dream. Pharaoh had his own dream. God's time is coming for you. In your own difficulties, God's appointed time will come. When all have turned against you, there is a time that is coming, God's own appointed time will come and God will rescue you from your circumstances. Those that you have done good to, who may have turned and carried out all sorts of evil against you, do not be disturbed. A time will come when God will remember you. Pharaoh had his own dreams. In chapter 41, verse 1, when two full years had passed, Pharaoh had a dream. And when Pharaoh had a dream in verse 41, so Pharaoh said to Je- Joseph, When Pharaoh had a dream, the cupbearer told Pharaoh, I now remember my shortcoming. I remember I was imprisoned by my master. The king imprisoned me and there was a Hebrew young man also there who interpreted our dream and the dream came exactly, happened exactly as he said. Pharaoh sent very quickly for Joseph and finally Joseph interpreted the dream. Verse 41 Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. From the system to a, 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 a slave, from a slave sinking lower and lower to become a prisoner, we here see Joseph... hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Verse 44, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh but without your word no one will leave hand or foot in Egypt. Pharaoh put Joseph as the second in command in Egypt. Joseph's dream is coming to pass. Joseph's dream is coming to pass. What God has ordained for you will come to pass, but there is one secret. You must get attached to God. You must never abandon God, irrespective of what you are going through. All the difficulty you have in your life may actually be God pushing you step by step to ensure that the dream you had come to pass. And I say, child, children must be told that hardship does not mean that God hates you. Without pressure, there is no diamond. Those difficulties are actually the pathway of God taking you towards the accomplishment of your dream. Joseph, hated by his brothers, thrown in a system, sold as a slave, thrown in prison. Finally, Joseph is now in the palace. And one of his brothers, the brother was sent Joseph to become a slave. The land in which they were a famine equally struck them. When chapter 42 Then famine also shook the land of Canaan, where the brothers of Joseph were. And they finally went down to Joseph Joseph in Egypt. From verse 7, as soon as, chapter 42 verse 7, As soon as Joseph saw his brother, he recognized them. But he pretended to be a stranger, and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from, he asked. From the land of Canaan they replied, to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. God had promoted him. He was now dressed like a king. He had been promoted to the extent that his brother could no longer recognize him. God will promote you at the right time. And those who hated you will not recognize who you have become. That is the story of Joseph. Verse 9, then he remembered his dreams about them. A time will come when you will remember your dream. You will not remember your dream to regret. You will remember your dream to smile. Because a moment is coming as a result of the presence of your God. If you cherish your relationship with your God, a moment is coming when your dream will come to pass. I had a dream. They hated him. Protect that dream in your heart. Protect that dream that your your, your child has. And help your child to ensure that that dream is finally accomplished. Verse 47. Finally all of Joseph's brothers went to Egypt. In chapter 47, Joseph verse 5 and 6, Pharaoh told Joseph to give his brothers the best place of the land. Pharaoh told Joseph, give to your brother the best place of the land. The slave, the one that was sold as a slave, is now settling his brother in the best place of Egypt. A day is coming when those who ill-treated you will turn back to you for help. Then finally Joseph's father died. Chapter, chapter 50 verse 15 to 21 <clears throat> When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, What if Joseph holds a grudge against us and pays us back for all the wrongs we did to him? They knew that they did wrong to him. <clears throat> And because of what their heart were, they knew, they thought that Joseph would pay them back for all the wrong they did to him. But that was not Joseph. Joseph was not a person who pays back people for all the wrong they did to him. And majority of people always pay back others for the wrong they did to him. They revenge, do not revenge. So they sent word to Joseph and said, your father left this instruction before he died. This is what you are to say to Joseph. I ask you to forgive your brothers the sins and the wrong they committed in treating you so badly. They went and told a lie. They lack the humility to go and beg for forgiveness. Do you have the humility to beg for forgiveness? Or you want to lie? You want to play politics? There are very few people who are humble enough to say, I am sorry for the evil I did to you. They were try, still trying to use their father's name. He said, Now please forgive the sin of the servant of the God of your father. When their message came to him, Joseph wept. Listen to what Joseph said. His brother then came and threw themselves down before him. We are your slaves, they said. <clears throat> Verse 19. But Joseph said to them, Don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for, the, for, for good, to accomplish what is now being done. The saving of many lives. Joseph said you intended it for evil. You intended to harm me. Some of those evil intentions of men, God will tend them for your blessings. They intended to harm him. But Joseph said, God intended it for good. To accomplish what is now being done. The saving of many lives. Verse 21. So then, don't be afraid. I will provide for you. That's a great man. A great man is the one who says, I will provide for my enemies and for your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. Joseph was a great man. The one who will go to know what is happening to his brothers who hated him. The one who will settle his brother in the bad part of Egypt. <clears throat> the one who knows that in spite of the fact that the brother intended to harm him, the hand of God was in it in order to pass through his suffering to do good, to accomplish something great. Such a person does not hold grudges in his heart. Mean men carry grudges all their lives without knowing that God can pass through the evil intention of men to bless you. Joseph was a great man. <clears throat> he was a different man who would not put, carry evil on his heart against people. He had a dream. He has seen the dream accomplished. Why should he revenge? It is those who fell in life who set out to revenge. Let God rule over the over your life. Do not take things into your hand. He spoke kindly to his brothers. What do we learn from the story of Joseph? Every child has a dream. It should be protected. Let that child be protected. Let the environment uh, around the child be protected so that that dream will finally be accomplished. Your dream makes you special and you'll be hated for your dream. You are a special person because of your vision. Watch out. You'll be hated because of your vision. If God is with you, your dream will be accomplished, no matter the evil plans of men. Watch out, that in difficulty you do not abandon God. Satan will want to tempt you into sin, so that you lose God. And if you lose God, your dream will never be accomplished. Run away from all temptations Satan brings you away. Do not hold grudge against anyone in your heart, irrespective of what people have done to you. Your future is not in the hands of men. Your future is is in God's hand. Do good to those who plan evil against you. Be a representative of your God who causes his reign to fall, even on the land, on the, on the farm of the wicked. Your future is in God's hand, not in the hands of men. Be patient. God's time will come and he will surely remember you. Men may forget you, but God will not forget you. I had a dream, your dream will come to pass, but you need God to be with you. Protect the dream of that child, cherish that child's dream, encourage that child to pursue his dream. Don't be like the parent, the father of Joseph rebuking him for his dream, do not be like the brothers of Joseph hating him for his dream. Keep the thing in your heart, keep it in mind, one day it will come to pass. Do you have a dream? Pursue it. And the dream came from your God. Build an intimate relationship with your God. If you build such an intimate relationship with God, God will help your dream to be accomplished. And when it comes to pass, be good to those who hated you for your dream. Be good to those who did evil just to ensure that your dream does not come to pass. Be a representative of your God even towards the wicked who decided to bring you down because of your dream. Reassure them. Provide for them. Be a blessing to them. May God use you when your dream has been accomplished to do good to those who intended evil against you. Your life is in the hands of God and not in the hands of men. May God bless you as you cooperate with him to see your dreams accomplished. God bless you.